Welcome to another episode of Drift Off, the podcast that brings you sleepy bedtime stories every Tuesday to help you relax, unwind, and drift off to dreamland. I'm your host, Joanne, and it is an honor helping you get restful sleep. Life can be so busy and stressful, and we all need an oasis where stress can just melt away. Drift Off can be your oasis, a soothing escape that can help you relax and unwind as soon as you press play. Let's face it, who wants to listen to ads or sponsored announcements when all we want is to relax? Subscribing to Drift Off not only keeps the show ad-free, but it also unlocks bonus bedtime stories, gives you early access so you listen first before episodes go live, and much more. At Drift Off, my aim is simple to help you immerse in sleepy bedtime stories that bring you peace and relaxation so you can drift off. So why not give Drift Off a try? You can subscribe either on Apple Podcasts by tapping on the offer to subscribe displayed on the Drift Off show page or by using the link in the show notes, driftoff.supercast.com. A free way you can support Drift Off is by leaving a 5-star rating and review either on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, or whichever app you choose to listen. Reviews help other listeners find Drift Off too. My friend, thank you for joining me today on Drift Off. So lay back and relax, and let's get ready to go on this sleepy journey together. Welcome back, my sleepy friend, to another bedtime story. And I'm so honored and grateful you've chosen my voice to help you get sleepy tonight. Together, we will go on a timeless journey into the world of Jack and the Beanstalk, a vintage tale filled with magic and wonder and of wishes coming true. Now, before we delve into the storytelling, I invite you to settle into your cozy sleep space. And you might imagine that I'm right there with you, reading you this story. So, Now that you're all snug as a bug, let's begin with a brief relaxation to relax and quiet your mind. You might turn down the screen light of your device and softly gaze at the video visuals. Or, if you like, you can gently close your eyes. And as the day now comes to an end, give yourself permission to enjoy this quiet time. This is your time now. And perhaps allow the feeling of appreciation to flow through you. 
appreciation and gratitude for being in a warm, safe place, for the comfort of your cozy pillows and blankets. Feel your bed supporting you. You might even notice the places of pressure where the mattress meets your body. The feeling of your head on your soft pillow reminding you that you are here in this moment safe and sound resting breathing and relaxing there is nowhere else to be nothing else to do but just listen to my voice and allow your imagination to take you away far, far away as I read to you this whimsical tale that will help soothe and nurture your mind and spirit. And I don't know how long it will take you to fall asleep and that's okay because if you're still awake by the time the story comes to an end all you have to do is just rest and listen as I gently guide you through a hypnosis relaxation a soft lullaby for the mind and as you listen and rest Eventually, in your own time, trust that you will drift off when the time is right for you, and you will sleep soundly and peacefully. And so, as always, my friend, take a full, comfortable breath. And as you exhale, lay back, relax, and enjoy the story. Once upon a time, there was a poor widow who lived in a little cottage with her only son, Jack. Jack was a giddy, thoughtless boy but very kind-hearted and affectionate. There had been a hard winter, and after it, the poor woman had suffered from fever and ague. Jack did no work as yet, and by degrees, they grew dreadfully poor. The widow saw that there was no means of keeping Jack and herself from starvation, but by selling her cow. So one morning, she said to her son, I am too weak to go myself, Jack, so you must take the cow to market for me and sell her. Jack liked going to the market to sell the cow very much, but as he was on the way, he met a butcher who had some beautiful beans in his hand. Jack stopped to look at them 
and the butcher told the boy that they were of great value and persuaded him to sell the cow for them. And Jack was so silly as to consent to this foolish bargain. When he brought them home to his mother, instead of the money she expected for her nice cow, she was very vexed and shed many tears, scolding Jack for his folly. He was very sorry, but, he said, he might as well make the best of his bargain. So he put the seed beans into the ground close by the side of the steep hill, under shelter of which their cottage was built, and went to bed. The next morning when he got up, he found that the beans had grown, till the beanstalks reached right over the top of the hill and were lost to his sight. Greatly surprised, he called his mother, and they both gazed in silent wonder at the beanstalk, which was not only of great height, but was thick enough to bear Jack's weight. I wonder where it goes, said Jack to his mother. I think I will climb up and see. His mother wished him not to venture up the strange ladder, but Jack coaxed her to give her consent to the attempt for he was certain there must be something wonderful in the beanstalk. Jack instantly began to climb and went up and up on the ladder-like bean till everything he had left behind him, the cottage, the village, and even the tall church tower, looked quite little, and still he did not see the top of the beanstalk. Jack felt a little tired, and thought for a moment that he would go back again. But he was a very persevering boy, and he knew that the way to succeed in anything is not to give up. So after resting for a moment, he went on, and at last reached the top of the bean, and found himself in a beautiful country, finely wooded. And not far from the place where he had got off the beanstalk, stood a fine and strong castle. Jack wondered very much that he had never heard of or seen this castle before. But when he reflected on the subject, he saw that it was as much separated from the village by the perpendicular rock on which it stood as if it were in another land. While Jack was standing looking at the castle, a very strange-looking woman came out of the wood and advanced towards him. Jack took off his hat to the old lady, and she said, pointing to the castle, Boy, that castle belongs to you. A wicked giant killed your father and took it from your mother. Try and win it back from the monster who now has it. As she ceased speaking, she suddenly disappeared. And of course Jack knew she was a fairy. He was much surprised, however. He walked up to the castle door and knocked, and an old giantess came out. She did not wait till he spoke, but pulled him in at once, for she thought he would make a nice supper for her when her husband was asleep. Just at that moment, however, she heard the giant's step approaching. So she put Jack into a press and told him to hide there 
or the giant would eat him. As soon as the ogre came in, he cried in a terrible voice, Fee-fi-fo-fum, I smell the breath of an Englishman. Oh, said his wife, there is nobody here. You only smell a crow that is flying over the chimney. Then the giant sat down to dinner, which was quite ready, and when he had eaten a whole sheep, he said, Bring me my hen. The giantess brought a hen and put it on the table before him, and then she went away. Lay, said the giant to the hen, and she laid a golden egg. Jack could see quite plainly through a little hole which he had bored in the door. Three times the giant said, Lay, and each time the hen laid a solid gold egg. Then the ogre, being drowsy, shut his eyes, and soon snored very loudly. Directly, Jack found that the giant was asleep. He stole out of the press, caught up the hen, ran out of the room, opened the door of the castle, which the giant had left ajar, and descended the beanstalk as fast as he could go. His mother was glad to see him again, and much surprised at seeing the hen, which laid them three gold eggs every day. Jack's mother took them to the next town and sold them, and soon grew quite rich. Some time afterwards, Jack made another journey up the beanstalk to the giant's castle. But first he dyed his hair and disguised himself. The old woman did not know him again, and dragged him in as she had done before to eat him by and by. But once more she heard her husband coming and hid him in the press, not thinking that it was the same boy who had stolen the hen. She put him into the same press and bade him stay quite still there, or the giant would eat him. Then the giant came in, saying, Fee-fi-fo-fum, I smell the breath of an Englishman. Oh, said his wife, it is only the cowherd who has just been here. We cannot spare him for your dinner. Then the giant sat down, and when he had eaten half an ox, he told his wife to bring his money bags to him. She instantly went and fetched two large bags full of gold, and then left him to go about her usual housework. The ogre counted out the gold twice over, and then put it into the bags and tied them up. In a few minutes, Jack heard him snore. He directly crept out of the press, seized the bags, and hurrying out of the castle, carried them home quite safely. Jack's mother was glad to see him safe at home again, and for a long time she would not let him go up the beanstalk. But Jack knew he had not yet obeyed the fairy's command to win back the castle. So after a time, he set off once more on this adventure, and tapped again at the castle door. The giantess, who was very stupid, did not know him again, but she stopped a minute before she took him in. 
She feared another robbery. But Jack's fresh cheeks looked so tempting that she could not resist him. And so she bade him come in. But at that moment, she heard her husband's step approaching. Afraid of losing her supper, the ogress at once shut Jack in the press, and she had hardly hidden him when the giant came in, saying as usual, Fee, fi, fo, fum, I smell the blood of an Englishman. Oh no, said his wife, it is only the shepherd who has been up with the sheep for your dinner. The giant sat down, and when he had eaten a whole sheep, he said, I should like some music. Bring me my harp. The ogress went and brought a golden harp to him, set it on the table, and went away. Then the ogress said, Play to the harp. And it played so delightfully that Jack was charmed. By and by, however, the giant snored so loud that he could not hear the music, and Jack quickly stole out, and seizing the harp, ran away with it. But the harp was a fairy belonging to the giant, and as Jack ran, it cried out, Master! Master! The giant woke up slowly and rushed after Jack, but the boy was very nimble and outran him. You may imagine how fast Jack went down the beanstalk this time, hearing all the while the tramp of the giant's feet behind him. Just as he reached the bottom, he saw the ogre looking down on him. The next moment, his great feet were on the beanstalk. Mother! Mother! Bring me the axe, cried Jack. His mother hastened with it, and just as the giant was halfway down the beanstalk, Jack succeeded in chopping it in halves. The lower half fell, the upper half swaying away, and the giant, losing his hold, fell heavily to the ground on his head and broke his neck. The same moment, the fairy again stood beside Jack, and touching the broken beanstalk, was turned into a flight of broad, easy steps. Go up, she said, and take possession of your own home, so long kept from you. The ogress is dead, and there's no more danger. You've been brave and good. May you be happy. Jack thanked the fairy very warmly for her aid, and she again departed to fairyland after explaining to Jack that she had been the butcher who sold him the beans. And as the story of Jack and the beanstalk begins to fade away, you might picture a beautiful garden glowing softly in the moonlight. In this garden, a familiar story is happening, just like the one you just heard. But in this story, you can imagine yourself as Jack, getting ready for a journey to a deep, 
peaceful sleep. And as you stand in the garden, see if you can sense a small seed in the palm of your hand. Notice the size, the color and texture. This seed has magical powers that can take you to a place of total relaxation and peaceful dreams. So take a few moments to explore this moonlit garden in your imagination and find that perfect spot where you will plant this seed into the soil. Knowing very well that something very special will grow from this. Now place the seed in the silky, soft soil. And see how it magically begins to slowly extend upwards, growing into a majestic beanstalk, going up and up and up, all the way up, reaching up towards the dark, velvety sky and beyond. Look up, see how it climbs up more and more and more. And with each inch the beanstalk climbs, a sense of tranquility washes over you. And as you look up at the ascending beanstalk, you can't help notice how the leaves from the stalk shimmer from the glimmering moonlight. It's so peaceful here in this garden, surrounded by tall trees, lush grass and fragrant flowers. the moonlit sky, the soft night breeze helps you feel calm and relaxed. And in this gentle, soothing light, the beanstalk slowly transforms before your eyes into a beautiful golden staircase with ten steps that go up all the way into the night clouds. And in a few moments, you will slowly climb the stairs as I count up. And with each step you take, the deeper you go into relaxation and this state of relaxation will lead you into a restful night's sleep. So, 
See yourself now beginning to take the first step up. One. Holding on to the golden railing. The steps feel sturdy and safe. And now the next step. Two. Letting the shimmering moonlight be your guide. Three. With each step you take, the more and more relaxed you feel. Four. Five. It feels so wonderful to feel this calm and relaxed. Six. Letting the shimmering moonlight be your guide. Seven. Climbing higher and higher and higher. Eight. With every step you take, you feel sleepier and more relaxed. Nine. Deeper and deeper. Almost there. Ten. As you arrive at the top of the beanstalk, You're surrounded by soft, fluffy clouds. The air is so fresh and feels so easy to breathe up here. It feels so spacious and open with the dark night sky above filled with stars shimmering like little diamonds. As you look around, one soft cloud calls your attention. Its softness entices you to sit down on it, just like you would on a reclining chair. And as you sit and lie back, your body fits perfectly into the cloud. It feels so comfortable that you can just let your guard down and relax completely. And it feels so wonderful being held and supported in the peaceful moonlight. This cloud holds the key to your restful sleep because on this cloud you feel safe and supported you feel nurtured and feelings of peace and serenity and gratitude wash over you allow these feelings to nourish you now just taking it all in and absorbing the peace and tranquility they offer. Your eyelids may be getting heavier and heavier the more relaxed and tranquil you feel. And the more relaxed and tranquil you feel, 
you might notice the heavier and heavier your eyes become. Perhaps you might even notice a warm, comforting sensation spreading through your body from the top of your head all the way down to the tips of your toes, filling you and surrounding you like a blanket. And you feel calm and relaxed all over, inside and out. And as this feeling spreads and expands, the sleepier you feel, and the sleepier you feel, the more this feeling spreads and expands. It's a natural sedative preparing you for a restful sleep. And as I count down now from 10 to 1, this sleepy feeling will deepen more and more. And as I count down, you will feel sleepier and sleepier and sleepier in your own time. And in your own way, you will drift off into a restful, sound sleep. Ten. You feel calm and relaxed. Nine. Your arms and hands are warm and heavy. Seven. Down to six. Your legs and feet feel loose and limp. Five. Back and belly are soft and relaxed. Four. The softness of the cloud helps you feel sleepy, completely enveloped in this feeling of peace lulling you deeper and deeper into that perfect state of relaxation that leads to a sound, restorative sleep. Three, where your dreams will carry you off to a tranquil dreamscape. Two, and here you will sleep deeply and soundly. One, all through the night. Zero. Sleep well. Sweet dreams.